0: Paul, yeah. are you a girl or a boy? I'm a boy. I
1: think you're a girl. <laughs> 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 oh no! It's day.
2: Podcasting from mondays.pwap.com It's Mondays with your host, Carl Franklin. This is Lawrence Ryan here in the studio with Carl, Jeff Maceolik Richard Campbell, Mark Miller, and Karen Greenwald announcing show number 43 recorded Friday, January 20th, 2006. In this week's episode, the crew discovers they secretly enjoy punishment. After all, punishment to be funny. And as this week's guest, Gary Roman, will tell you, Many men bite, but Manchu. And now the man who can't stop asking the question, that I actually sign up for this bullshit? Carl
3: Franklin. Thank you. Thank you very much. So how are all you guys? Everybody's here. Everybody.
4: It's like the Happy Days reunion. Carrot's oh yeah. here. <laughs> Which I'm one here. of us
0: is the Fonz? That would be me. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey I want to be the Fonz Jeff is
4: here yeah, Jeff, you were You're Joanie. so the Fonz Jeff, you're I, ca- Potsy. I can't believe hey. you're
3: here man I, c- I can't believe you. where the hell have you been That's the well, question everybody wants well, to know
5: That's that's the question everybody wants to know Inquiring No I, I don't want to know, know. Yeah, inquiring minds I said, you know, not not stupid assholes from Canada. Yeah, I don't really so, um Whoa. I, I don't really care either. I'm
2: with Richard on this one. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's talk about something interesting. Carl, you
5: had that bunion removed, right?
4: <laughs> Jeff, I care where you've been. It's all I can yeah, think it, about.
5: It's nice to know that yeah. nothing has changed while I've been gone. Um so so for the for, for more recent uh You know, Update on what's happening. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, I woke up hungover with no laptop and no cell phone, uh, and my door opened. Somebody came into my apartment and stole my laptop and my cell phone.
4: For real? Um,
5: Yeah, for real. Um, Now, the funny thing about this is I forgot to tell Carl that my cell phone had been stolen. And so he's been leaving me voice messages. Jeff, Jeff, where are you? Jeff, why aren't you calling me back on uh, the cell phone that I didn't have? I thought I told him, but I totally forgot. And so, like, five days ago, I'm like, oh, by the way, Carl, you know, I'm going to have a cell
3: phone again. soon." he's like, wait, that's why you haven't been returning my calls? Yeah, in the meantime, I hired three guys to replace him, so.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, it
3: worked out okay.
0: Now you don't need a cell phone.
5: But, uh, but it's okay, because, you know, I figured out the reason my laptop got stolen is obviously because, it, you know, it's only 17 inches, very easy to pick up and, and just grab and walk out. So to spite any future thieves, I bought myself what I've been lusting after for about a year, which is an Apple Cinema okay. 30-inch monitor. Yeah.
0: Mm. So now How big's the battery on that?
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's actually a pretty hefty little uh, <laughs> box.
3: So is it but, just um, the monitor or has it got a computer with it too? No, I,
5: I built a machine around it too. I built a dual core 4200 plus with 2 gigs of RAM and a G4 7800 GTX video card. Uh, um, uh. mostly so that I can uh, use Milkdrop at 2560 by 1600 for all those visualization plug-in junkies out there like myself. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been interesting while uh, you guys have been gone. Um let's see. What was what was in Oh right, after the laptop got stolen, I decided, well, shit, you know, that kind of sucks. So I went over to my neighbor's house so that I could get online and just started drinking, as, you know, I think is a good coping mechanism for having, you know, one of your computers stolen. And, uh, and I'm like, oh, you know, I need to burn a CD off of, you know, one of my computers that I have. And I, so I walked back over to my apartment to burn a CD. And uh, my neighbor is knocking on my door. Bang, 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 bang. Jeff, Jeff, what's going on? And I walk up and like, hey, you know, what, what's going on? She's like, oh, uh, why is your bathroom flooding my bathroom? Excuse me. Floating. So I go into my flooding. Oh, flooding. I go into my apartment and my ceiling is pouring water. <laughs> that is then landing on the floor and filling the floor up with this you know sort of flood and then going down into the neighbor below me.
3: But um, Remember, this is what you wanted. Independence. Yep. Yes, this is what I want. I
5: wanted independence. And you know, th- so so there's this water coming from my ceiling, and I'm drunk. And I'm not really sure how to deal with this. So I start putting buckets down and, and call up the maintenance guy. And uh, in a timely fashion, 18 hours later, they showed up <laughs> and fixed it. Um,
0: so am I to say there isn't an apartment above yours?
5: The problem was a pipe burst in the cement floor of the apartment above me. So there was no way they could actually fix it. They had to just turn off the water, cut the pipe and reroute a new pipe. But, uh, yeah, but so, so that's not the worst thing that happened to my bathroom though. The worst thing that happened to my bathroom is when my friend Jeremy decided it would be a good idea to drink a handle of mountain gay rum straight from the bottle and uh, get Mm, really rambunctious, rowdy, choke me, punch me, punch my, wait, actually that's to get really rambunctious and rowdy, you know, try to start a bunch of fights and, uh, punch out the window in my apartment and land the police there. Now, the funny thing is it's the same police officer that came by when I reported my laptop stolen. So, you had your laptop stolen, and you said you didn't think this guy would be the kind of person who would do that. Yeah. But he's the one who just got drunk and tried to start a bunch of fights and punched out your window.
3: It's a uh, far, far cry yeah. from bucolic Westbrook, Connecticut, isn't it?
5: Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there is one thing I have to say. Um, you know, as chaotic and crazy as everything is here, I'm not living with my parents. Yeah, well, that's
3: true. So, you know... I'd say it's been a success. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And Karen, you haven't been on the show for three weeks or It's something. been three
4: weeks. It's been a long time. Four or five weeks? It's been a long time. My I- husband's horrified. He's like, please do Mondays so I don't have to deal with your like crazy juvenile <laughs> behavior anymore. <laughs> the other day, I'm like, want to see me move my, the bottom half of my body separately from the top half of my body?
1: <laughs> no. I like, no,
4: I really don't. $100,000 worth of theater training and that's what you've got? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Sorry. <laughs>
5: Yeah, you but, know, it's enough to tell fart jokes on a on an adolescent comedy show. It's awesome.
4: <laughs> yes, I'm so proud. My parents are so proud. Yeah, I did. Get, I have a job though. I got a. I have a sort of. I thought of, you had a job. Which job? I thought I, I thought, had a job. I thought you too. were for
3: yourself doing hypnobirthing and stuff.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, I do many things. I have another job, I should say. Okay, <laughs> I have various random sources of income, but the new one is. I'm a storyteller, apparently.
0: A storyteller?
4: <laughs> I got a call from this woman, and she's like, you know, um, would you be a storyteller for this function? Blah, 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 blah. $350 for the night. Why, yes, I will. <laughs> well, yes, I will. <laughs> I, in fact, I am fake a storyteller. Absolutely. I faked it. Exactly. I yeah. fake a lot of things, and that's just one of them. But now I'm getting $350 a night to fake it.
5: Nice. And oh, that's cool. You know, that I sounds real arrested. familiar to me. <laughs> it does.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
5: Karen! Did you, you weren't in Vegas, were you?
4: I made a lot more than three hundred and fifty dollars a night in Vegas, my friend.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, Mister Miller, how you been? Uh, crappy. Let's move on.
1: <laughs>
3: High five, Mark! High five! High five.
0: <laughs> Sounds like you two have been going to the same pharmacist. And Richard Campbell, yes, sir. How have you been? Well, you know, January is my favorite time of year. Why is that? Because I don't get shit for Christmas, <laughs> so I go shopping in January.
5: <laughs> so, it's and when probably- I say shopping,
0: I mean shopping. So get, it's man?
5: not just your favorite time of year; it's also uh, the favorite time of year of like fries, electronics, and things like that. Huh? Yep.
0: Major merchants look forward <laughs> to January when I come shopping. <laughs>
5: so, so Richard, is Christmas time at the Campbell household? Does
2: it go like this? You opening up the present, and you're like, "Oh, gee, honey, you didn't listen to the show,
5: did you?" <laughs> She's like, <laughs> "What?
4: Don't you know I, didn't you know I already have That's the Duck really USB
5: wanted. key?" <laughs> I wanted the camo duck. I already
3: have the yellow glowing one. You know one. not to get me this model, honey. <laughs> well, <laughs> Richard, are you going to tell us what you got now, or you want to wait till the Toy Boy segment?
0: Uh, no, I'll tell you the stuff I've ordered. I've got great toys for everybody else, but you know, generally the things I want are a little specialized. But uh, I ordered up a new monitor. Funny that Jeff mentioned it. it. I also ordered a new monitor, but I ordered mine from Digital Tigers, and I got the Trio HD, which starts with that 30-inch panel in the middle. And then it has two twenty-one inch wing panels on each side, so forty-nine sixty by sixteen hundred. Y- you know baby. what?
5: You know what? You have a shrinkster. Y- you suck. You 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 really suck, Richard. <laughs> you know, like I'm like, wow, I'm finally gonna one up Richard on something. I've got twenty-five sixty by sixteen hundred like resolution monitors. Jeff, so Jeff much was all excited. Estate. He got his
2: PlayStation Two portable little monitor to hook up <laughs> to his computer, and he was gonna I tell you about
5: that. <laughs> oh well, actually, I do play my PlayStation Two through this monitor. And let me tell you something. Interlacing was a bad idea. I want to go back in time and punch the asshole who invented that. <laughs> <laughs> that was my dad, man. My dad invented nice interlacing. One. And he can kick your ass, Jeff.
4: Um, hey, boys, I have a question. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if you can actually answer it, but it. I have um, – I keep getting uh, – so I have a wireless DSL connection. And for some reason, it never let, lets me on for more than five minutes.
3: Okay, let's move on to the
5: next <laughs> thing. What do I need more of? Uh, Karen, what you need is you need a less hacked computer. She had a problem. She needs some insertion or
2: something. And, and she had a problem <laughs> with five minutes and it was lasting five minutes. Something like that.
1: That was all <laughs> her. Yeah, I heard.
5: Yeah, I'm going to suggest uh, there's, a, there's a new treatment coming from Europe to uh, treat premature ejaculation. And uh, you know, I'm going to look into that.
3: <laughs> Richard, give me a URL for this thing that you got.
0: Oh, for the new monitor? Yeah. Shrinkster.com slash BBK. Bravo. Bravo Kilo.
2: Yeah, it's worth it to look at. The thing you know oh. the, the only problem with it is they need, you know, just like those dinosaur silhouette diagrams, they need a little silhouette of a man standing next to it, so you know just how <laughs> big this thing
6: is. <laughs>
1: Oh my. oh my god. <laughs>
5: Actually what I've been when I've been sending people pictures of my monitor, I send a picture of myself next to it and then I send a picture of uh of Steve Jobs holding one up with his tiny little bald head peeking out over the top of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the, the whole display, just to give you a gauge of how large it is, is fifty three inches from one edge to the other edge. Oh my edge. god. That's
5: gross. really beautiful.
0: Yeah, it is fabulous.
5: That's like the wingspan of a pterodactyl, I think. So how much did the machine that you're going to build around this thing
0: set you back? Uh, well, I'm still building it. So obviously, <laughs> I'm going to need more than one video card here since the center screen takes a dual-link card by itself. So yeah. that's an NVIDIA 7800GT right there. And then I'll get another GT to run the wings. Oh, so, you're only uh, using the
5: 7800GT. Oh, that's funny. I have the GTX. Yeah, well, I was going to go with the GTX, the one
0: but it's too damn hot. And I need. I don't need that kind yeah, of heat. with
5: with two cards in a in a machine like that. You know, I've actually re- read that just driving that center panel actually heats up a lot of video cards just because it has to push so much data at such a high clock rate. Yeah, it actually heats up the card. It's it's serious.
4: Does this? So Richard, does this split every image in three? Though, do you know what I mean? N- well,
0: generally, you're not going to have a window big enough to fill any of those screens. So there'll be several windows in each oh, one of those screens. All right. This, each one of those screens is enormous. So yeah, it, uh, it you won't ever if you expand something to fill all those screens, that's like looking all the way to LL in Excel.
4: It's a little oh, yeah. big.
5: <laughs> I don't think Karen's gonna get that joke. Yeah,
4: all the way to LL. You're fucking kidding me. <laughs> Jesus, that's only the stuff dreams are made of. LL. Um,
5: what I really like, Richard, I'm is hot. that um. When I take pictures with my digital single-lens reflex camera and uh, make them my desktop wallpaper, I have to stretch them <laughs> because yeah, they're too yeah. you small. You love to stretch
0: it across the whole thing, right? Just because you can. Well, yeah. wait. So
4: what is the point of having the three screens if nothing ever fills it?
0: Well, because I usually have many, many windows open at the same time.
5: He browses so. the web in one. He browses porn in another, and he chats in the third.
0: Oh, it's all about the porn. They'll be like The whole thing here is you can hit. Ha- 47 pairs of breasts up at once.
4: Yeah, but you, you know, know I gotta, I gotta if ask you something, big, Richard. If that big, it's gonna oh, take away from the whole, right? I mean... Oh,
0: no, they're big. <laughs> Don't you worry.
4: <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, if you have to get that close up on it, it might be a little, you know...
5: Well, he wants to be able to see the pores in the skin.
2: Dude, you know, they're, they're, you just got to make sure the arrangement is not parabolic because otherwise it'll like fry a hole in your brain from all three monitors. <laughs> so, so Richard,
5: I got to ask you, where are you getting your high definition porn from? Because I'm having a heck of a time finding anything that'll even, you
0: know, it's just hard to come by, isn't it?
5: <laughs> you got to shoot your own, Jeff. Uh, no, I don't find it hard to come by. It's just new, hard to find. <laughs> new segment.
3: New segment coming up. I HD porn. HD <laughs> porn. All right. Well, guys, it's my pleasure to introduce to you our our special guest this week who his name is Gary Roma, and he's a comedian and writer from uh, the Boston, Massachusetts area, in fact, right from in Boston. Yeah. And uh he's uh he's been I heard him first on what do you know, which is uh, notmuch.com Michael Feldman's show. He performs his unique brand of pun-filled stand-up comedy at conferences and shows and libraries nationwide. His routine features the story of Gary making a film based upon his favorite book, The Dictionary. A word travels back in time to try to prevent another word from coming into usage in the future. Arnold Schwarzenegger is the terminologist, and he was named Punster of the... (laughs) (laughs) He was named Punster of the Year 2001 by the International Save the Pun Foundation in Toronto, Canada. And he was a judge and entertainer at the 24th Annual O. Henry Pun-Off World Championships in Austin, Texas. His uh, website is ironfrog.com. Will you guys and all of our listeners please welcome Gary Roma.
4: Yay, Gary. Thanks. Hey, hey Gary Roma, yes. your name looks familiar to me. Do you play at the comedy studio in Harvard Square?
6: I have in the past, Yeah, yes. I, I've
4: seen your name on my little Rick Jenkins update. Uh, yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, I came out. that's where I... <laughs> Yeah, I was there. It's great
6: to be here. Thanks for inviting me. (laughs) Oh, well, absolutely.
3: And, you know, Monday's listeners are known for their love of puns. Mm -hmm.
4: Really? Really? (laughs) That's what they're known for? Monday's listeners are
0: known? (laughs) (laughs) I says, when was pun spelled (laughs) 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 P-O-R-N?
3: Yeah, I don't know. There seems to be a little bit of a disconnect between our audience and your kind of humor. I don't know if this is going to go over so well. What do you think, guys? I,
1: think oh, it's yeah, gonna I, I haven't really I
4: haven't really looked at the script
3: yet so you know, I don't know
4: our viewers are really our listeners are really open-minded they are open
3: they are nothing if open-minded so. they're
4: really open-minded <laughs>
3: <laughs> but as you can tell you know Gary he's uh, a very hyper kind of guy I mean right now right now he's sitting in trying to sit in the in the diner booth but he's just all over the place trying to keep himself focused on the microphone um, you know he's making all sorts of spastic motions with his hands and uh but gary your um your main love is is making movies and writing for movies isn't that um, true
6: yeah i'm a documentary filmmaker and uh, i've produced a couple of uh, short films so far and i'm working on a feature-length film uh, about dental floss at the moment
2: dude 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 i always wanted to do documentary documentary script writing like i've got this can i read something to you
1: Please. <laughs> okay. No. The, the,
2: the, the mouse emerges from his hole and looks nervously around and doesn't see the snake coming up from behind.
6: <laughs> what do you think, man? Pretty good, huh? <laughs> good. Lord. I knew them. this was going to happen.
3: So uh, dental floss, is yes, that what you said? Uh, that's,
6: that's what I said. I'm making a, a film about creative uses of dental floss. So I, uh, I've shot 100 hours so far, traveled ac- across the country. And 100 hours? 100 hours, yes. And um, I am currently editing it down to uh, my, about 90 minutes. I got I'm, my
2: wife some dental floss for Christmas, but she
5: refuses to wear it.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, Gary, this sounds
6: really familiar. Have you gotten, so, gotten a lot of press coverage for this dental floss thing? Um, it was mentioned on NPR when I was on the uh, Feldman show, and it it's gotten some press. i probably uh, as well. explain
5: it because you know, I, I mean, I don't usually yeah. keep up on you know the the goings
3: of the dental floss community, but you know, I mm-hmm. I, I think I'd heard about this. So wow, I'm okay, just okay. I'm just concerned about what any of those what, any one of those 100
6: hours of footage are going to be like. I mean, how much can you say about dental floss? Well. Uh for example, one of the main stories I'm featuring is a story based in Green Bay, Wisconsin, uh where two inmates actually created a 40-foot rope ladder <clears throat> out of dental floss nice. and wow. escaped over the uh the wall. <laughs> wow. And they God. were immediately captured. So, uh, Because the, they were
2: tracked the dogs tracked down their minty <laughs> smell. <snow. laughs> <laughs> That's
6: it. <laughs>
2: Will you shut up? Sorry, but man.
6: Uh, <laughs> but I was able to interview both of the inmates and the warden, and uh, there was a trial, so I interviewed all the lawyers and the oh judge God. and the uh, uh, the guard who actually tackled these guys uh, once they got over the wall. So uh, it's that'll be one of the main segments Did they, of the they,
4: film. Were they inspired by that scene in Austin Powers where they escape with the dental floss? Remember that?
6: Um, I think Did this you? happened Maybe before. Vice versa. Yeah, this happened before. Oh, um, Twicky! Yes, yeah.
4: Yes. So,
3: um,
6: did you actually talk to the dental floss makers? Yes, I have several dental, dental floss manufacturers uh, interviewed, and they're all <laughs> uh, touting their products. And um, I. Um...
4: So is this? Do you go? Do you go at all into the arena of pick, like the little, you know, dental mm-hmm. floss. Tool. Yep, or I interviewed are you the all guy about the rope itself. <laughs> no,
6: I interviewed the guy who invented them. Actually, Ooh, and, wow. And, I like the uh, ones
4: shaped like dinosaurs.
6: Yeah, he's Sexy. actually that. His name is Ingram Chattero. He's the one who invented the dinosaur mm. dental floss picks. <laughs> so uh,
5: <laughs> I gotta ask: Are you more are you more into the uh, the synthetic fibers
6: or the natural fiber dental dental floss? Well, it, it started out as. Um, Silk, and then after World War II, it got into nylon. And uh, my favorite is actually uh, a black dental floss, black designer dental floss uh, produced by a company. Designer in dental so floss. So I went to there. Yes.
4: No. Why? Why would one? It's
6: want- it's black because one uh, some. Beginning flossers are put off by the sight of blood, which happens when you don't ah. floss and then you oh, right. start flossing. Ah. People think, oh, I, I can't continue because I'm bleeding. But actually, you need to continue to get past the bleeding. So. Right. That's right. Um, and the other is um, to um, actually show the contrast because the plaque is white, whitish. So you can actually see what, the good that you're doing. You know, with the bite, Gary, the floss, I, so. think you're, ah. I think
5: you're really missing the point. And it's because it's the only dental floss that is as black as my soul.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, god I'll, knows I'll, you
4: want your floss to match your soul i'll, I'll start
6: there listing that as reason number it's, three it's so i got a question
3: uh, uh, you big frank zappa fan
6: uh, yes, and actually have a story about that. Um, I discovered that, uh, <laughs> of course, completely contrived. Of course, this is just like David
3: Letterman <laughs> show, man.
1: This I know. is awesome. <laughs> oh, you yeah. I-,
3: I want you guys to know I came up with that question on my own, and Gary had never told me anything about any connection with Frank Zappa. That's called journalism, folks.
6: All right. Well, here's the story. I, um, as most people listening, I assume know, uh, Frank Zappa wrote a song called Montana, which is about. Uh, dental floss and going to uh, uh, raise a crop of dental floss on a, on a farm. <laughs> so um, I wrote a letter to uh, Gail Zappa, Frank's widow, and explained my, my film and asked if I could use the song in my film and also asked if she'd be willing to be interviewed about it. So she called me back, said she loved the idea. So I uh, went to LA and interviewed her. And she said, uh, I also will set you up so you can interview Frank's dentist. So I have an interview <laughs> Sweet. with Frank's office dentist, yes. Sweet. That
1: is <laughs> so <awesome. laughs>
3: And if you haven't heard the song, moving to Montana soon, gonna be a dental floss tycoon. Great song.
6: <laughs> and there's, a, there's another song by um, a... Uh, British band called Half Man Half Biscuit that's called 27 Yards of Dental Floss, so I'm um, uh, working on getting permission to use that one too.
3: Gary, where the f*** did you come up with the idea for a dental floss documentary?
6: That's insane. Alright, well, the truth is that it was recommended by my uh, therapist. Mm-hmm.
1: No, <laughs> oh, I swear to god. <laughs>
6: Dude,
2: let me tell you from experience, you do not want to do everything your therapist tells you to do,
1: okay?
4: Mark, you could use a little of it, I have to say. <laughs>
3: Now, this, this Floss, what's the name of it? Floss?
6: The, the full title is Floss, a Meditation on the Possibility of Change, uh, because it actually is not just about dental floss. It's about using floss as a metaphor for how to overcome resistance and cynicism about uh, changing old behaviors. So my therapist actually is interviewed for the film uh, talking about change and how to go about it. So
4: uh, (laughs) So I don't get the leap from from metamorphosis to floss. I understand, you know, metamorphosis to butterfly. I don't understand floss. I guess you'll just have to watch
6: the movie. Well, okay. Do do you want to hear the story? Okay. Okay. Um, I um, went into a therapy session uh, many years ago and uh, said, I've been um, struggling with um, this issue about wanting to change things in my life. And I uh, find that I get you know I get really excited about it for a day or two or a week, and I, I make this change. But then it seems it always just fades away and goes back to the old pattern. So I said, you know, it seems like a silly example, but one thing I'm struggling with lately is uh, trying to floss. And, you know, I put signs up all over my apartment uh, saying, you know, reminding myself to floss, and I see it for a day or two, then I just don't even notice it anymore. So, um, he suggested that, um, we look at this more creatively and he said, you know, what it would be like if you made a film about floss? So we just spent the session <laughs> and he's also a punster. So we just threw some floss puns back and forth and then. Oh, I see. So I, this
3: film has got to be filled with floss puns.
6: There are some, yes. Okay, um, but, um, then I went home and I actually did research to see what there is to say about dental floss. And I found, a treasure trove and realized they could actually make the film so and this isn't that's your the first story. film right? no this is my third so what are the other ones first film I did was a documentary about door stops and <laughs> um awesome
1: <laughs> that's like and the wedge man
3: uh, you like to aim high
6: that's,
2: a, <laughs> that's like this. one of the greatest inventions ever the wedge Oh, yeah.
4: So is is that about, you know, limitations one puts or, you know, stopping? <laughs> no, there's no, there's nothing too symbolic
6: about the the the, the doorstop film. It, it started with uh, a shot. I went to Cleveland and uh, went to a, a rubber factory and they were making doorstops. So I uh, documented that whole process. And then I uh, was telling Carl I uh, sent a letter to all these famous uh, film critics and uh, – asked them how they keep their doors open. So I, I got an interview with Gene Shalit down at NBC, so he's in the film. And then I uh, interviewed philosophy professors who debated what is the essence of a door stop, and went to uh, Yale and interviewed a linguist who talked about the etymology of the word, things like that. Wow.
4: <laughs> yeah, door stop. That's hard to figure out. <laughs>
5: So, you know, I I don't know if we're allowed to quote um various things that, you know, stand-up comics have said, but the late great Mitch Hedberg, especially if they're late dead. great Mitch Hedberg, uh, you know, I think would have been a great person that you should have interviewed. And you know, maybe maybe you should have anticipated that Mitch Hedberg was going to die before, you know, you didn't interview him. Gary, do you ever think about that? Huh? But uh
6: Maybe. Well, w- what, what, what did he, what what did he, he say?
5: Said, about uh, he flops. says, "I can't get into flossing, man. I can't." People who smoke say, "You don't know how hard it is to stop smoking." Yes, I do. It's as hard as it is to start flossing.
6: You seem jittery. Yeah, I'm about to. <laughs> floss. Well, that actually—that's <laughs> a great segue into another story that I am featuring in my film, where uh, a, a dentist from Brooklyn invented nicotine-laced dental floss. Oh. Wow. Are you serious? I'm totally serious. So he... Oh! So, <laughs> so you were to try to
2: get,
3: to get your teeth clean, and then all of a sudden you're hooked on cigarettes. You found that the mint wasn't effective enough, and you have to actually hook them on nicotine, yeah. Well,
6: That's well right. I, I asked him if it, if it was worth creating chain flossers uh, as a result of this, so uh, yeah, he, uh, he ran with that.
0: People standing outside of buildings, well, flossing. You know, actually, I got a question.
5: Isn't, isn't nicotine itself carcinogenic? Wouldn't that cause, like, gum cancer
6: uh i've never heard it's carcinogenic Shh. uh it's itself um i don't think so but it, it is regulated he's having trouble marketing <laughs> because it is a you know controlled uh yeah. substance it's I also a, you
3: know, oh yeah the tar the tar is what's carcinogenic i thought that the nicotine itself i had the was same
2: problem with my nicotine laced jelly beans for kids
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: feds feds tried to mess up with that plan too man well, Gary, you brought you brought along a, a script for us to try out, didn't
6: you? I did. Um, I'm actually I'm what writing a this? book a book of puns, and one of the uh, stories in my book is a, 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 a short story called Love Letters. And I thought, since I was invited to be a guest on the show, I would try to turn it into a radio script. I've never done this before, <laughs> and have no idea if it'll work. But all right, so, uh, thanks for thanks for sure, humoring yeah, we'll, me. We'll give it a
3: shot. Now we have never seen this before. And uh, we're, we all have a copy of the script in front of us. You're going to play the narrator, right? Yes. And who's going to play I the consonant? I think I am, yes. Jeff? Hi, I'm a all consonant. Right. And, and you're, Karen, you're going to be the vowel?
4: I'm the vowel. All
3: right.
2: I, and
4: I'm, <clears throat> I'm a little confused i no, I'm not. I, d- I don't know the pages. You sequence. know, I, I can maybe they help you motor. out.
2: Karen, I can help you out. I know what you're thinking. This is like going to be the first opportunity for you and Jeff to really express how you feel about each other. <laughs> <laughs> and, you're really nervous. and I appreciate that. I understand. I, but I think we're all we're we're going to respect that. We're
3: going to all treat you like, you know, the man and women, woman, woman that you are.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to couch it in this script. All right.
3: so. And Mark, you have a line, I think. Right. Yeah, I've been trying to. Never mind. Fine. All right. Well,
4: nail <laughs> <Yes.
2: gale>
5: <laughs>
2: Mark has a lie. I don't know. Yeah, Mark, I, want, so. I, I prefer to be uncredited
3: in this performance.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Well, here we go.
6: Announcing love letters. A consonant walks into a bar and sits down next to a vowel. Hello. Have you ever been
1: here before?
4: <laughs> <laughs> of cursive. <laughs> I'm irregular, I come here like all the time.
6: (laughs) He can tell from her accent, which is kind uh, acute, that she is that she is gonna suck. (laughs) That she is a Valley girl. Oh he he looks her over, she's short and has a nice assonance. (laughs) <laughs> and and quite an upper case. Uh, he geez. he, uh, he re- remains stationary, enveloped by her charm. Oh. His uh, initial reaction is so pronounced; he's hard pressed to know what to say next. He uh, is at present tense. Oh, oh. God!
1: God. <laughs> what a
5: lovely set of teeth you have! Do you crush with breast? Uh. I mean, do you brush with Crest?
4: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Oh my God. This is horrible, man. Gag me with a spoonerism? (laughs) What a line. Your mind is in the guttural, for sure.
3: That's a line, (laughs) (laughs) A-L-I-G-N.
6: Admiring her figure of speech, he falls into a fantasy. He pictures a perfect wedding. They exchange wedding vows. Uh, the uh, so, the minister says,
2: uh, "I was hoping we just cut my part out." What do you think?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, I'm going to do it, but I'm the, only doing it because you're making me
4: take one for the team. The, the buddy. runaway
2: minister here. Okay. I now pronouns you Whoa. husband Whoa. and wife. Oh, <laughs> <that's terrifying>.
6: A <laughs> a man with omission. He could, he. He kisses her on the ellipsis. I love you. Noun forever. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, she takes him literally, <laughs> proofing her love.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
6: the conjugation is in tears.
3: Oh, that's... Uh, in in uh. a
6: word, they are wed. He wakens up from his daydream and proposes a dance. Uh, if you're so ink-lined... <laughs> <laughs>
1: She,
6: she parses for a moment and then declines.
5: <laughs> oh. uh, th- then would would you like a beer? Yeah. Alcohol? The bartender?
3: Oh,
4: jeez! I bid her not. Oh. <laughs> she Ew.
6: she falls silent. Ferment there. She looks like she's going to be sick. Oh, no. which, <laughs>
5: that's
3: sick s i c. Are you
5: okay? Oh, oh man.
4: Um. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Come on. It's
2: okay to say it, Karen. It's okay. Remember, it's, remember. everybody else just thinks stat. it's just we're a gonna,
3: script,
5: okay? We're going to sample this and put it to music. So. I,
4: I've got a yeast inflection. Oh.
5: <laughs> uh, I knew something was brewing. Bartender, He's, listen, bud.
6: My beer is warm. Yeah. <laughs> the bartender takes the bottle and empties it into the sink. The consonant watches as his hops go down the drain. Oh, jeez. Abandoning all pretext, he says. Let's go outside. I'd like to have a word with you,
5: if you know what I mean.
4: Are you prepositioning me?
5: (laughs) (laughs) I won't be indirect. You are the object of my preposition. Uh. Understood? Are we in agreement?
4: (laughs) Oh, my God. You are such a bold-faced character.
1: (laughs) He he
6: doesn't read too much into her remarks, and thus fails to grasp her subtext.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I see your point, but I'm fond of you.
6: (laughs) Now she shows her claws and says to him in... In no inserting terms.
1: Do I? You have a
6: real problem, man.
1: Do
4: I have to spell it out to you? I don't care at all for you. It's not like I've been leading you on. You're a conceited wise guy, and you've gone all, and you've gone way over the line.
3: No, I just want to pr- point wise. out that that's W Y E S apostrophe S.
6: But, Wise. Hey,
2: as long as we're pointing stuff out, can I say that Jerry's therapist has discovered a gold mine?
6: <laughs> I do keep him in business. Yes, I do. All right. On with the story. He, he knows he could please serif. Um, yeah, that, that you have to read that, I guess. Uh, if, if please serif. She would only modify her behavior and give him, give him a chance. He asks if he gives her his number, will she phoneme? him?
4: Phone him. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. You're not my type. Jeez.
6: He says he would like to meet her again
1: and asks if he can meet look her up sometime.
4: Uh, Get off my case. <laughs> his, his, <laughs>
6: his hopes slashed and dashed. Uh, he languages uh. a moment. Uh. <laughs> then he braces himself and decides to let her be. Let Ah. it be. What a finite this has been. Uh. I'll certainly remember
5: this till day day that no, I die. Uh, <laughs> editors Tilda. Tilda day. No, my evening. Okay. Oh, uh, come on. Till day. It's till day. Till day I
1: die. The
0: Spanish yeah, 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 day. Yeah, all right. on.
5: Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, now
6: my evening lies in ruins. Oh. runes. R U N E S, yes. Uh, but he's really not too worried about it, and he leaves. His happiness is. Not predicated upon her acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> His disappointment is offset by an indelible inkling that he'll have letter luck next time.
1: Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god.
6: <laughs> so that oh, was that man.
5: wasn't very hard for me, and it's just it's not, you know, it's not a big stretch <laughs> for me. <laughs> I got a shrinkster link for for all of you um, that I, you know, came up with while I was reading this. Uh it's shrinkster.com slash B as in Baby. Whatever. B B as in baby, B as in baby, L as in loser. <laughs> Shrinkster.com slash BBL and it's a high school reunion. I get it. They're capital letters. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, she had a nice uppercase, you yes. said. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, okay.
6: And there you go. Well thank you guys for uh,
1: I don't know (laughs) why. For ruining your career? (laughs) For putting me
4: back in therapy.
2: There you go. You know, I'm strangely turned on by this letter B, and I don't know
3: why. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I think now it's time for girl. 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 It's been a while, Karen.
4: It has been a while. Too long. Too long. Yeah. Okay. So, um, tonight I want to talk about the sad, sad reality of TV. In fact, that's a great place to start, reality TV. How the hell sad are we that the best thing that we can think of to do with our time is to sit around and watch other people be pathetic? It isn't (laughs) bad.
3: She didn't hear the show last week. (laughs) Oh, no, I
4: didn't. Why?
3: I totally ragged on TV. Oh, really? I think it all sucks. sucks.
4: I think we need to um, coordinate our efforts. We should
3: probably. commiserate anyway. <laughs> it sounds like a little that bit of it, plagiarism it, goes, is going on, Carl.
4: I know I, you know I don't know how to download the show.
3: <laughs> it must be whatever whatever comes into our neighborhood is the sucky stuff. Yeah, That's what exactly.
4: It is. It's a bad. It's a bad scene. Um, it isn't bad enough for us to struggle with our own job, loves lives, love lives, bodies, and lack of talent. Now we need to tune in to watch other people fail miserably. <laughs> To to bask in their humiliation while all the while couching it in the excuse that we are really just rooting for the winner you're not, face it. You are watching it to confirm to yourself that at least you have it better than that poor slug. Newsflash, no you don't. (laughs) You don't have it better, you have it worse. At least he's doing something, not watching something. (laughs) I understand the appeal of this twisted voyeurism, that it's just a massive P.T. Barnum freak show to make us feel better about our own accomplishments. Married people watch The Bachelor and think, oh, that was so sad to be so desperate like those people's well, congratulations. You landed yourself a mate, and now in all your wedded bliss, you spend the entire evening sitting on the couch watching the desperate bachelor in a desperate attempt not to talk to each other and confront confront the emptiness of your own existence. Oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> we, Very nice. we,
4: we like to watch the Osbornes and Whitney and Bobby up their kids' lives so that we can feel like we're good parents, well, good for you. That's really setting the bar high.
1: You should be so fucking proud.
4: And reality TV is not the only problem. If you're not particularly into crime scene investigation, you're fucking.
3: You are, no TV's shit. TV's got nothing for you. No shit.
4: <laughs> nothing. If it
3: doesn't have guns in your face every two seconds in DNA labs... It ain't on TV. Yeah,
4: nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, and they're getting even more and more bizarre to seemingly prove that they have nothing. The other night, and I promise you that I am not making this up. These were a few of my viewing options. Face eating tumor. Yeah. Spontaneous human combustion. Yeah. And the and the boy whose skin fell off. Ah. Seriously, nice. my other viewing option was Hope and Faith, which was only slightly less horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's right.
4: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: Yeah, I don't have television. <laughs> so Gary, uh you brought some uh some other papers with you. What you have some other things uh, to um, share?
6: I, I mentioned before I'm writing a book about puns and um it's called Indelible Inklings and uh <laughs> <laughs> there are <laughs> some uh one-liners basically that I some of which I use in my stand-up routine. So um as I mentioned I'll I'll, I'll try to um go through some until I get gonged off, I guess. <laughs> so So here we go. Um a man hiked for miles across the desert to try to reach a mirage. Asked why he did it. He replied, because it wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. they've, uh, started plant- they've started planting cotton in Indiana, so now Muncie is the root of boll weevil. Oh! oh. Or, <laughs> more accurately, the grove of Muncie is the root of boll Okay. Um, The uh, National Association of Dairy Farmers held their annual convention last December, and in the lobby of the hotel where they held their meeting, there was a nativity scene that was sculpted out of these huge slabs of butter. So the centerpiece was actually this big butter baby Jesus. I (laughs) guess they really wanted to spread the word. (laughs) I can't believe it's not Jesus. Gary,
3: didn't you say you had a really good day job? (laughs) (laughs)
6: <laughs> <laughs> yes. What are you suggesting? Yes. I, um, I just
2: want to get one of these butter baby Jesuses, you know, or this doesn't. on eBay.
1: <laughs> Spread
6: uh, the Catholic Church launched a new product: uh, powdered host. It's called Incarnation Instant Breakfast. You, uh, oh. Oh. you just add holy water.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, you got that gong oh. sound
2: effect, Carl? You got that ready?
6: <laughs>
4: <laughs> We're looking for yeah. it. We're looking. Keep going. <laughs> uh,
6: the group Est uh, used to be called Ur. Uh, they they, uh, they improved.
1: That's superlative. That's Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Have
6: you heard about the medieval prostitute who works uh six nights a week? Yeah, I heard about her. Okay. <laughs> n- ah. nights with a K. So
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I got it yeah, the I first
6: time. S and M motto, tourniquet is foreplay.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> um,
6: I've never tried this one actually. Um, I don't know how I it'll work. But have you heard about the dyslexic college president who obviated the dean? <laughs> I guess obviated I won't be the dean. <laughs> so <they're laughs> instead of obviating the need, the need. Okay. Uh, mm. No. Shouldn't have tried know. that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> Not even. A, uh,
4: we're th- warming up the <laughs> gong, honey. <laughs> Come, on, Come on, God. on, it's getting warm. Uh, wow.
6: Do you want to hear some more or not? Yeah, yes. Yeah, All right. we're just oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Garrison Keeler will be devoting the entirety of his next show to a discussion of the philosophy of Immanuel Kant. Tune in uh, this weekend for A Priori Home Companion. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. One. You know, I'm just glad <laughs> I Real subscribed to that vocabulary
1: word of the day club.
4: <laughs> <laughs> God, I took the SAT course. No. <laughs> no, really.
6: Have you uh, heard about the mathematics professor who had to have all of his ch- uh, paychecks co signed?
1: Oh, oh. oh. There, hey. Hey. oh. There, I, there
6: I go off on a tangent again. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> that's gong material. All right. Gong, um, gong. <laughs> if George W. Bush ever broke his arm, his doctor would set a dangerous president. <laughs> 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 oh.
2: uh, I'm glad he said the last one. That's great. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that's actually one of my few
6: political jokes, a uh, W's distinction at best. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I hope that pun wasn't un- Unculear <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that. No, that
2: was hilarious. <laughs> that you. was. Thank you. Yeah, Thank that you. was hilarious. <laughs> that was a callback to the dyslexic joke too. Oh, you no, know, it oh, was it's a callback to the nuke, nuclear. Is nuclear. Exactly. Exactly.
4: I, my favorite one of his was. It's hard to put food on your family. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Right. Not if you
6: tape them down first you know, I, I don't find that to be a problem Alright, let's see um, Okay, next If you go to comedy clubs, you may notice that a lot of comedians Like to use segues as transitions between jokes uh, Comedians tend to Shy away from non-sequiturs I uh, attended a softball game Recently this, um, this was no ordinary Softball game, however This was a softball game between the segues And the non-sequiturs uh. Here's the story. Oh,
4: okay. Um, no, got a story. <laughs> oh my.
6: The segways are up at bat. Speaking of, steps up to the plate. That reminds me of is on deck. Speaking of, <laughs> hits a line drive to the second baseman, uh, who is Sister Mary Agnes O'Malley. And actually, she's not a non sequitur. She's a nun sequitur. But <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> she.
6: Um, she makes the third out so the non-sequiturs are up and it's Dracula's turn to bat. <laughs> so Dracula flies out uh of the ballpark which um sends the game into sudden death overtime.
2: <laughs> I don't know whether I like Gary or I hate him. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I, I got to tell you something, Gary, that uh, s- something my friend told me a couple of years ago has become really apparent as like sort of the, the important truth of this entire episode, which that is. No, become a gas station attendant. are like. <laughs> no, puns are like. Th- thanks, Mark. Puns are like large, blunt objects. And, you know, the, the better or worse, I'm not sure which way it really goes. Mm-hmm. The pun is the larger, blunter, and heavier the object is, and the faster it is swung at
6: your head. And I, you know,
5: I'm feeling, I got a big headache. <laughs> <laughs>
6: thank you, <laughs> thank you, Gary. Glad to oblige. Okay, a restaurant on my street uh, actually serves hyena soup. Uh, let me tell you, it's the laughing stock of the neighborhood.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
6: you fought to told, tell us that one, Gary. I can't believe you fought to tell us that one. <laughs> <laughs> when a critic decided to review the restaurant, he, he it turns out he bit off more than he could a stew. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I was gonna bake some pumpernickel bread, but my plans went awry. <laughs> uh, sorry I got a little caraway with that one.
3: <laughs> How many puns do you think you have made uh, up in your
6: lifetime? I uh, hundreds. Hundred yeah, maybe I, no. I, close to a thousand? Yeah. I I don't know. Um, I think it was it,
4: close to a thousand in this show. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh,
6: whenever I write, puns just flow out, and I hardly ever pun in conversation, which is a, a skill yeah. I admire a lot, but uh, I just yeah. don't tend <laughs> to have let's go. Yeah.
3: In my ninth grade English class, my uh, teacher and I and a couple other guys used to spend the first 10 minutes of every class punning. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, His name was Terry. We got on this food kick once, and uh, so I, he said, hot dog, and I said... You know something like, uh, "Hang on, I have to catch up to you." And he said, "You know, well, we must start to catch up. <laughs> you know, don't you just relish the thought?" And I said, "Hey, we're on a roll here." <laughs> and it just... Uh, and then he said a brilliant one. His name was Terry. He goes, you know, something about a secret. And then he said, "Terry, no yakki All right, some oh. guys can tell a pun. Some guys can tell a pun, some I, can't.
4: <laughs> I don't even get that. Hey, I, I have a question, I though. I, maybe it's a non sequitur. Did anyone hear about the woman who married a dolphin? Do you guys know about that? Or yeah. Mark, did Yeah. So I, I didn't hear about that until today when somebody called the house. I was going to say, they,
2: I rented this movie this last weekend, but what were you going to do? Again, you
4: rented a lot of movies. Well, I talk about dolphin sex a lot, right? Have I talked about that on this show? What?
0: I don't <laughs> think All I have. the
2: time. I'm taking notes feverishly whenever the topic comes up. Excuse me?
4: Yeah, this is, it's one of the, I can't believe you've never heard me talk about this. Well, no. you know, no, because, y- you know, sometimes people have sex with dolphins for pleasure. It what? happens. What? Oh, come on, don't pretend like you don't know. <laughs>
1: come on, Carl. That's where come mermaids Franklin, come from. like, you've
4: never done that before.
5: <laughs> Carl, that's where mermaids come from. What are you, ignorant? <laughs>
4: What? Karen, come no. on, tell me
5: you've never been to dolphinsex.org before. No,
4: what are you people? Jeff, is there such a thing? Because there might be. No, because dolphins have sex for pleasure but, just like humans. But Karen, the only- how
5: do they breathe? Right?
2: I mean, the blowhole is blocked up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like
4: it's like asphyxiation. It makes it more exciting, right? Dolphins you know? got to be like, uh, what I, the hell f- like is I've going been, <laughs> on?
3: I feel like I've been dropped in this diner seat from another planet. That's what I feel like.
4: I know. This is horrifying. because This is one of the things my husband's like, please don't bring up the dolphin Karen, sex. Karen, <laughs> Karen. We're going to a dinner party. Please don't bring up the dolphin sex.
2: Karen, please tell us, what podcast are you doing when you're not on our show?
4: <laughs> no, <laughs>
2: I've got to listen to it.
4: I swear. I can't believe I've never talked about this. No. it's Do you, you remember in The Simpsons? Remember? Troy McClure had I that. Much. You know, I know Jeff, right? And he had that dolphin. Oh yes. And he had a fish obsession because he liked to have sex with fish. And then he had to. Yeah, get but me- that's
3: The Simpsons.
4: It's real. It comes from real life. <laughs> no, but I'm serious because dolphins are the only wow. other animal that has sex <clears throat> for pleasure. So it, when this woman married a dolphin, it didn't surprise me all that much.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, act- actually. That thanks dirt. for that segue karen <laughs> yeah that's a beautiful thing the sad, thing is, the
5: sad <laughs> thing is i could keep going with this because i've got stories about dolphins and sex and flipper see? and john Lilly, the guy who invented the sensory deprivation tank so wait yeah. i think you've Maybe just you told another
4: it. show <laughs> that's about as far as i could go richard you know what i'm talking about though right i'm
0: i absolutely know okay, what you're talking about so
4: why did she, is she in love with this dolphin or did she, Okay, yes. see
0: well at least she says so
4: see what does the dolphin right. say
0: I mean, what did
1: the dolphin say? Give me a herring. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mark? Mark? I'm actually I'm liking you. this
2: part of the show now.
3: You <laughs> don't need to segue out of that. I'm good with this. Take we us, keep talking. Take us out of here, man. All right. All right, Mark Miller's got some people that are dumber than him, and he figures that if they're dumber than him, they're also dumber than you, and will therefore make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Mr. Miller!
2: Thank you, Carl. Uh, So, I got one story for you today, and it's called The Investor and the Beauty School Ninjas. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) Jared Gibson, a 24-year-old man from Shreveport, Louisiana, was interested in increasing his wealth. And being a resourceful man, Mr. Gibson stopped for a moment to take inventory of his assets, wondering if they might be combined to attract venture capital or perhaps to create some kind of ingenious money-making scheme. Let's review the inventory, shall we, Carl? Uh, I have the list right here. According to these documents, uh, I'm reading down the list here. Uh, mister Let's see, Mr. Gibson owned exactly uh, one handkerchief and exactly one handgun. (laughs) no doubt the handgun was used for hunting the those heavily armored deer that perused the back alleys of shreveport let's see a hacker's chief and a handgun let's see what kind of startup business could mr gibson create with those hmm let me think 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 (laughs) A lemonade stand? <laughs> hey, you're laughing, but think about it, Carl. You could use a handkerchief to strain the pulp out of those freshly squeezed lemonade, and the, the bullets could be uh, they could be dipped in sugar and stirred around in the drink cups like little armor-piercing twizzle sticks.
5: <laughs> I was thinking you could just shoot the lemons and just sort of let the juice drain right yeah. out. Yeah,
2: and if you had any spare
5: bullets left over, you'd just stick them in the handgun and use it
2: to... Help you sell a lot of goddamn lemonade. <laughs> I'm telling you, Carl, it would go overwhelm my neighborhood. <laughs> well, unfortunately, making lemonade was apparently not a line item on Mr. Gibson's business plan. Instead, <laughs>
1: he,
2: instead he cleverly combined the available resources, covered his face with a handkerchief, and held the handgun in his uh Hand and walked into the local beauty college, <laughs> announcing to the students, "Quote: This, my friends, is a robbery." <laughs> the eighteen students and employees of the beauty college, who were mostly women, were stunned. And Carl, I know this will surprise you to hear me mention this in the middle of my story, but I'm thinking these women were probably really hot. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was one of those lingerie beauty colleges.
4: Yeah, they're all over the place now.
2: You know, Carl, the European ones where they have that mandatory spiked heel, high high heel dress code. And I bet these women were all graduate students finishing up their Ph.D. in hotness. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, Mark? Uh, After
2: collecting money from the students and employees, (laughs) Mr. (laughs) Mr. Gibson started to leave, but quick-thinking instructor (laughs) Diane Mitchell placed her foot in Mr. Gibson's path, tripping him and sending his stock crashing to the floor with a loud thud. (laughs) Befuddled and confused... Hey, pretty neat, Carl. I just used that word befuddled. I don't even know what it means, man.
1: (laughs) That vocabulary
2: word of the day club I joined is really paying off.
3: (laughs) Don't don't they give you definitions? No, no, that
2: was extra, man. I joined the trial version of the club where they only send you the free words but no definitions. (laughs) (laughs) Befuddled and confused. Mr. Gibson's got his bearings and tried to get to his feet but not before 18 hot female beauty college students attacked Mr. Gibson <laughs> with all manner of beauty school close combat weaponry <laughs> <laughs> which included hot curling irons chairs, a wooden table leg sticks, and the iron fists of these beauty school ninjas <laughs> wait a minute, a wooden table leg? where the <laughs> hell do you get a wooden table leg from if not a wooden table? <laughs> was the incredible Hulk going to the skull? I mean, if so, Carl, I might want to retract my earlier supposition about the hotness of the aforementioned student body. <laughs> <laughs> Out of those who could be hot, one was not.
1: <laughs>
2: oh. The one who ripped the table for leg from the table, Carl.
1: <laughs> Are you paying attention? <laughs>
2: Mr. Gibson reportedly tried several times to escape the beauty school of death. Unfortunately, each time he got close to the door, the angry mob of mostly hotties kept pulling him back in and continued to beat him. (laughs) Awesome. So, Mr. Gibson, you handkerchief-owning, (laughs) gun-waving, (laughs) lemonade-hater, robbing a beauty college... (laughs) Isn't it common knowledge that going to beauty school is like the last stop on a road on the road to a permanent position behind the counter at McDonald's? Dude, what'd you take in like like fourteen dollars and ninety five cents total? You sir are dumber than me. Yes,
1: you are. Of
2: course, of course, Carl. Now, now that I think about it. It is common knowledge that beauty school is the last stop on the road to a satisfying career as a professional pooper scooper. Uh, you know what that means, Carl?
3: No. No, uh, what?
2: Hold on a minute. I th- I, th- I, think a careful review of the Zaprooter tapes will show, without a doubt, that Mr. Gibson was not tripped as previously reported, but that he only pretended to fall. Like a professional basketball player who sees the ref look away, Mr. Gibson took a fall. Huh. <laughs> no doubt hoping all those hotties would jump him, and it worked. Amazing.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> so in light of this new evidence, I am forced to execute a rare reversal of judgment. <laughs>
1: That's
2: right, <laughs> Mr. Gibson. You, you stylish bandana-wearing deer-hunting master of haughty bodily contact.
1: <laughs>
2: you, sir, no. are smarter than me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Richard. back
1: for Richard,
3: the toy boy. You got a little taste of it before Richard finds all the weird, wild, weird wild stuff on the web.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: he needs that word a day thing, Mark. Weird <laughs> and,
3: uh, and wild. The toys, the good toys. You got you got yourself a nice good toy, but I know you got some bad toys too.
0: Whoa. You know.
3: Hey, I want a little advice for the newbies out there. Go to shrinkster.com right now.
2: Just
0: get ready for it. Get ready to type. Yeah, I'm I'm already there. Because I'm leading with a good toy. Alright. In fact, this is a. you know, I've been thinking hard about A media center PC. And I know, Carl, you've broken down and got one. But you know, when it's me, it's hard to buy stuff. Yeah. You got to pick carefully. You got to think. You got to look. And I was thinking, what PVR would be adequate for me? And I think I found one. Shrinkster.com slash Bravo, Bravo Mike, BBM. It's actually a blog entry. The company Snapstream. They make the product Beyond TV, and they're introducing their Godzilla PVR. <laughs> oh, yes. Whoa. Godzilla. And why would you call it Godzilla? Because it has 11 tuners. Oh, my God. Four wow. HDTV and seven standard tuners in one box. That's right, boys and girls. You can record 11 shows at the same time. Now, Richard, Richard, yeah. this presupposes
3: that there are actually 11 things that you want to watch
1: on at
0: the same time. At the same time. Is this your reality? Well, you know, right away... Three tuners are gone, right? The Siamese Faith Healers Network, gotta get the whole thing, right? You turn it off for a second, you're in trouble. That's right. You can't miss a second of that. I have to go with rest of the You gotta get one. it all, right? it's the, that is the All Simpsons Network, because I just can't get enough of that.
4: Is there right? really one of those?
0: And then what else is there but Bob Vila undressed? <laughs> so three tuners are gone, this right? Old that conventional machinery is out the window right there. Is that still playing up there in Canada? Oh, yeah. Forever. I wish they'd bring it down here to the States, man. This is the whole reason we have 150 channels. Hold on, hold on. Gary?
3: Yes? You're out of control. Just calm down.
1: (laughs) I'll I'll try.
0: Anyway, the specifications on this machine are obscene. It's excess in every possible way. Six hard drives, high-end processor, lots and lots of fans. Thing sounds like a jet plane when it's running, but it is 11 tuners. And I don't think I'm going to get one. And you know why? Because I don't like Beyond TV. I want (laughs) Media Center. And Media Center will not work like this. Yeah. You know, the other problem is being in Canada, the HDTV support for all these devices, is only over the Air HDTV, which there isn't any in Canada. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm screwed.
3: Next. Hmm. Well, would you recommend this to uh, any... Other Toy Boy in the United States?
0: Yeah, you know, I really couldn't recommend this to anybody. And, you know, unless you actually want to melt a hole through your floor. Okay. In which case, just buy some Thermite. (laughs) It's It's cheaper (laughs) and it won't take as long. (laughs) All right. I want to talk about another toy. And actually, this is not a product I'd ever buy. So normally I wouldn't do it. But, well, go to shrinkster.com slash BBN. Bravo, bravo, November. The site is called SawStop.com. Yes. Yes. It's a table saw, which nice. is like big deal. But do yourself a favor. Click mm. on the video demo. I don't really care which one, but watch the video demo because it's something to see. So the whole idea behind this thing is that you cannot cut flesh with this saw. Really? It's impossible. And the way they demonstrate this is by using a wiener and a piece of wood. And so they take the saw and they push it, push the wood through the saw with the wiener on it. And the moment the saw touches the wiener, wow. the blade disappears.
1: Wow.
5: And they're moving pretty fast, too. They're Five not just you know just
0: milliseconds. Wow. And there's a teeny little nick in the wiener. Huh.
4: Wow. How,
0: uh, uh, how uh, does that work? That's awesome. I. Uh, the way it works is it measures the impedance of the blade. Wood has no right. conductivity in it. Right. But as soon as you put something that's flash in contact with the blade, it changes the impedance of the blade. And it can be, that can be wow. sensed very quickly so that you can yank the blade out of the way. And the safety system that pulls it out of the way is this cartridge. It's incredibly fast, but it basically breaks the saw to do it. On the other hand, you don't lose a finger.
5: Yeah, it so costs this about sounds- $80 to replace the cartridge. I was looking at $80, and it takes about 10 or 15 minutes. And, you know, that's a hell of a lot be- better than a trip to the emergency room.
0: Yep.
1: So it's the hell out of
0: microsurgery.
4: Is not a good yeah, saw I'd- for a butcher to use.
0: Uh, not a no. good saw for a butcher, no. A <laughs> little frustrating. Yeah.
5: And this, I think this is something that, that high school shops should actually probably really be getting. It actually okay. seems like, you know, kind of a good
0: idea. Oh, yeah. Kind yeah, of? I'm really impressed with it. It, yeah. the speed of it is astounding it now, is amazing over on the other end of the scale here on <laughs> the well less than desirable toys take a look at com slash bbo that's bravo bravo oscar i sort of have a theme running with these sorts of pictures i found a few of them do you remember the knife block with all the knives in the guy this is a knife block of a head and all the knives are in the head.
4: <laughs> oh, nice. no. Yeah. No. No. That's no. awesome. No. no. I, I want
0: this. I want this on my counter. It's beautiful. You'll be the head chef of your house. Oh. oh. Speaking of movies. Gary gives me a Get thumbs, a thumbs up. up. All right. There you go. Got a thumbs up from Gary. You know, one of a kind. Speaking of movies, another technology from Star Wars brought to life... Shrinkster.com slash BBP, that's bravo, bravo, papa, and sightwave optics. a freaking lightsaber, is no? it? No. No. Digital binoculars. Ah. Why? Isn't that nice?
3: 220 times zoom. That's so you can see the bantas and sand people invading that's your neighborhood. Right.
0: Now you remember. Oh, man. Impressive, Why? though, isn't it?
4: Why? Why not? That that's a cool toy. So Two hundred and
3: twenty s- times zoom. This is so Mark can see Gladys taking a shower.
4: Mark mm. Mark could see you taking a shower. <laughs> so, then, so it's,
5: you know, this really isn't like a digital binocular. It's like a digital telescope because you don't get a three D image.
0: Right. It's more of a telescope than anything. That's why I it's mean. so powerful.
5: I I wonder if it. uh I wonder if mm. it uses image stabilization like
0: a camcorder does. Well, you got to imagine it does a 220 right. times zoom. What are you going to see except a blur? Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, that's actually a really that's actually a really good idea having image stabilization in a binocular. That's pretty. That cool. That is a great yeah. idea. All right, all right. I, I I take it back. It's cool. That is a very. How much, much? There you go. How much, Richard? I was disappointed, but for a minute. But nah, <laughs> haven't got a price on it yet. Sorry. No, nope, it's uh it's five fifty. They've
3: they've got a price on the page.
0: Oh, now, there in the it store. is. Yep. Yep. Wow, five hundred fifty that's
3: cheap. That's a Christmas present for my friend Richard Campbell.
0: Uh, so I got nothing I want to look at.
5: <laughs> Lithium-ion battery, too. Nice. There you go.
0: Very cool. All right. You know, there's always got to be a USB toy, and this isn't a Japanese one, but it appealed to me because usually when you look at USB toys like this, it's for heat, and this is not. Shrinkster.com slash bbq. That's right, barbecue. Bravo, bravo, <laughs> Quebec. Whoa, the barbecue has been reached. The barbecue has been reached. Coolant systems and the USB beverage chiller.
5: Ah, it's a peltier. There you awesome. go. <laughs> peltier
0: plate, USB plug. Drop your Coke on that, chills it out.
3: Damn. Us be chilling. Huh? Huh? <laughs> huh? Gong. Us be chilling? Come yeah. on.
0: Us be chilling.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys! Come on! Come on! Throw me
3: a bone here.
0: Yeah. So you have to plug the USB <laughs> plug in upside down, and it's a heater.
4: Huh? Clever. That's.
0: There you go.
4: Yeah, that's not a good toy. I'd rather have the binoculars.
0: Okay. Now I got to talk to you about a guy named Paul Slocum.
5: That name sounds familiar. Paul
0: Slocum. You can see his site at shrinkster slash bbr. Bravo, Bravo, Romeo. The first thing you'll know notice about Paul Slocum is he has really bad taste in website art. Wow. Ew. That's a seizure waiting to happen right oh, there. Oh, yeah. But scroll oh, down my. to the bottom. What mm. this guy has done, ah. has de- he's developed firmware to play music with a dot matrix printer. What? What? Yeah. He's, got, he's modified the firmware of a dot matrix printer to play music. And I would suggest, if you look near the bottom there, there's actually a link to a QuickTime movie. Oh, we gotta hear this. That shows him playing music. And there's MP3s, too. And there's MP3s, as well. So we'll just have to play a couple.
3: Oh, that's so cool.
0: (laughs) Granted, the music sucks, but Um,
4: it's pretty cool. What exactly was he doing?
0: So what (laughs) he was doing was telling the printer how to move and poke its pins out in a method that would create a sound.
3: Right. Dot matrix pinners create a variety of sounds when they...
4: Wow, that's pretty interesting. I think this
2: guy's yeah, no, got yeah. more
3: than bad taste in just web design.
1: What,
2: <laughs> the thing I'm trying to figure out is the upper left. He's he's got a parrot, but he's looks like he's trying to protect its identity.
3: <laughs> how, how? What? What do the printouts have to do with anything?
0: I'm really not <laughs> sure. They looked vaguely obscene, so I was just going to go right on past that.
3: Well, I mean, do they? Does that print out when it plays music? Obviously, the printouts are for. Uh, I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't think dot matrix printers actually print anymore. They just make noise. Do, do you yeah. have
3: that gong sound effect, Carl?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh,
4: those! I thought that those pictures were the ones that were printed when the music was no, made. No, no,
0: that's not. That
3: That would be highly coincidental, I think. Yeah, fairly Probably unlikely. unlikely. Probably looks like
0: crap, the music that it actually plays. Anyway. Next. Moving along. com slash BBS. Bravo, bravo, Sierra. Bulletin board system. Bulletin board system. And the site, Alexen, and their wireless fabric roll-up keyboard.
1: Mm. Ooh. Oh.
0: So for Dude. your NL computer, or PDA, or any of those things where you need a, a Bluetooth keyboard, here's one you can roll up.
3: No kidding.
4: Yeah. Wow. They have a piano like that now That's apparently has yeah, pretty I good sound. Yeah, I just saw
5: that, which reminds me of that episode of Star Trek where uh, Picard falls in love. But anyway,
3: mm, yeah. Mark, you yeah. oh, can yeah, use this to replace the uh, big keyboard that you carry around in your backpack. You just- I was just thinking about this. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: sorry, you were saying something. Never mind. Anyway, this Mark- is
0: a reference design and uh, very interesting keyboard. You know, roll up, compact. However, you want to handle it. Uh, it has some distinct possibilities that comes in a number of colors. Price? So you can get your own custom design. S- so you can hey, roll this up, price? stick it
2: in your back pocket, sit down and send off emails without knowing it.
3: <laughs>
0: like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> what are you trying From to say to bum. me, man?
0: Of course, it's it's Bluetooth. It's probably out of range back there. Richard, how much? Uh, this is a reference design. They haven't actually got a saleable unit yet. Ah.
5: Well, f*** them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patience.
4: (laughs) Who just said, (laughs) F
2: That reminds me, have we figured out why we're not getting sponsors yet?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Alex is banging down our door.
0: Yeah. But if you want a product you can buy, I have one for you. Okay. Here you go shrinkster.com slash BBT. That's Bravo, Bravo, Tango. And the site, Earth Pulse Biomagnetic Supplementation. In English. It's a magnet, an electromagnet, actually, that you're supposed to stick between your mattress and your box spring so that you will feel better. In fact, they guarantee that in 90 days, if you don't feel great, they'll give you back your money. That's
3: because you're sleeping on a firmer mattress. It's better for your back. Uh, I don't think you're going to feel
5: better,
0: and I don't think you're going to get your money back. It's got
5: a USB port, and they're (laughs) sold out.
0: They are sold out. They are a mere $400. Now,
3: now, Karen, you sort of have a little bit of experience in crunchy, weird technology stuff.
4: I've slept on magnets before.
3: You are into the magnets?
4: I. I've slept on them before. I've slept on a lot of things that I'm not necessarily into. <laughs> but and the magnets didn't do anything for but me.
2: You know, like and the- Gary, may I suggest that this is the next subject of your documentary? The next documentary? <laughs> things that Karen has slept on?
3: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Magnets and other more- things I've slept on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, there's people that put magnets in their shoes and magnet, yes, and
4: magnet behind magnets, your ears, very new age and, kind of thing yeah. yeah, I've done it, I've never had any kind of anything from yeah. it
5: The thing that sucks about about this about the, the magnet medical quackery is that it's probably going to take the credibility away from actual magnetic stuff Like transcranial magnetic stimulation that actually does stuff And people are going to say, Nah, it's just bullshit but, Jeff, I but was actually, just going to say that Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure you were
3: <laughs> transcranial electro what the f- oh, transcranial I love- magnetic I hate Stimulation he just making that up
4: no transcranial, transcranial electro- magnetic stimulation it's is for a schizophrenia. technique they came up with what right isn't it to treat schizophrenia
5: well what it is is it's it's to it's to treat and or induce any of a number of weird things in the brain. What it does is it uses giant electromagnets that are built in such a way that they can localize where the magnetic field appears in your head and at what frequency it oscillates. And it oh, actually God, no. stimulates <laughs> the neurons. Oh yeah, nothing God, nothing bad no. could that, happen there. Get that thing well, away the from idea, me. The idea is that um, the, the actual good thing about it is that it's a treat in theory, they can use it to do the same thing they do with electroshock therapy. So the resultant doing cancer is highly
3: localized is what you're saying. I don't think that uh, electromagnetic fields
5: really necessarily make cancer.
3: Kind of. But we don't know. Yeah.
5: We don't
4: know, but if your options are, you know, severe schizophrenia or cancer, maybe. (laughs) Well, maybe
3: what they do is they pull the other personalities to one side of your brain. (laughs) And so then they can be just eventually discarded out your ear.
5: Uh, I'm really surprised you guys haven't actually heard of transcranial magnetic stimulation. it. It seems like the kind of thing Richard would be into it's actually a really neat technology yeah, except my
0: brain works pretty good so saturating it in high frequency EMP not my it's idea. Not about, it's not about
5: saturating it it's <laughs> it's the fact the interesting thing about it is that it can be very localized yes it's, just like whacking you can,
0: yourself with a ball peen hammer
5: it's, you know, well, the, <laughs> just the, focuses the, on the, the one spot end. right it's the round end all right know, we'll, we'll, we'll do some research on end.
3: that for next week there you
5: go <laughs> we'll move on you guys are just
0: afraid of the future, man. The future, man. <laughs> Actually, I like this guy's future. And that if, and I,
4: no mental imbalances. Yeah, if yeah. they
0: make this product, <laughs> I want to buy it. And I'm going to close out with this one because it just looks too cool not to have. Shrinkster.com slash BBU. That's Bravo Bravo Uniform. Oh, that's awesome. And the site called Lightbulb. That is totally oh, wow. awesome. <laughs> it's a hovering illuminated light bulb. Just floats inside the box. Very cool. It's a beautiful thing. Now, does it move y- around? No, it, it just probably hovers. It would spin if you so if you spun there's,
4: it. There's no real purpose to it, right? No. it's just well, it's because... a light. No, it's... it's not a good enough light to read by, though. Seemingly, right?
0: But but it lights.
4: Yeah, but is it's there just a purpose a box. to your
5: television?
4: Yeah, there's a purpose to your television. This is really, uh, wh- why it's would you a part. have that?
5: It's art. It is you know, art. That thing that, that people who are cultured are interested in. Yeah,
4: you know what else is art? <laughs> <laughs> stuff that's pl- stuff that's aesthetic. This is just neat. I mean, I understand where it's like a good website, but why would you it's actually? It's geek art. I the
5: guess some people some people have different things that they find attractive.
3: I think this is a beautiful sculpture. Absolutely beautiful. Now, mm. I I guys, I I got my first L. ED light bulb from smarthome.com. Oh, like it yeah. like a
5: like a 110 volt yeah. light bulb? Yeah. Yeah, it actually yeah. plugs nice. into
3: a light socket. It's dim, but the good news is it's going to last longer than I'm going to live. So that's good. You can yeah. le-
1: did yeah, you leave many, it to how somebody? How many watts does Have it put you put it in out? your will?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to will it to my to my daughters, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now they're just going to De- fight over it. Deciding which one <laughs> is the hardest Decision I've ever had to make <laughs> in my
1: life. <laughs> it's okay.
4: I I'll can't be believe over. she got the light bulb. I'll be okay.
5: Carl, I I'm actually really board. curious how like how dim is it? Like it's like a 25 art- watt light bulb, and they're like expensive. It was like probably sixty. It was, bucks it was about
3: six, Yeah, fifty bucks, sixty bucks. Wow. But I wanted to try. I wanted to see what it was like.
5: Yeah. It, no, I'm I'm totally down with that. I think I've that's got, really cool. I've got
0: <laughs> all LED based Christmas lights on the house now. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's like 10 watts of power for the whole house.
5: They, yeah, and you don't have to track down the broken bulb.
3: That's ever. right. <laughs> the problem with LED light is it's very fluorescentish. You know, mm. it's very white, and I'm I'm a fan of yellow light. So yeah. they have some that are colored. They have some that are colored. So that's what I'll be more interested in if I can find one that's a higher, you know, that puts out more light and is is a sort of a yellow tint. Yeah, then Didn't I would, we actually talk about this on the show like yeah, a while ago? We, we did. LED I just bulbs? hadn't I hadn't bought one before, so. Yeah, you know, the
2: cool the cool thing about this light bulb display is he's got sand at the bottom. You figure the first one he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Why the sand? <laughs> <laughs> <And> he's <laughs> like
1: sand. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, that's right. When you when you hit the power switch, it doesn't break. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, guys, that's a show. I want to thank Gary Roma for coming down from Boston. Gary, it was a real pleasure to meet you. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, everybody. Gary, it was really great to have you on the show. Thanks. And we'll be looking forward to your documentary. And I also got a couple of videos from you. Now, can people go to your website and order the videos that yes. you know the movies um, have already done?
6: You yeah. Can. The I mentioned the first film I did was about doorstops uh, called Off the Ground and Off the Wall, a doorstop documentary. And the second one is a film about cats that live in libraries across the country. There's actually a library cat society based in Minnesota. <laughs> so I, oh, really I cool. went cool. around the country and interviewed librarians who have cats in their buildings. See, I'm back uh, to hating them Carl, you no. should
5: take him, to, uh, take him to the Niantic Book Bar. Well, I was just
4: going to say that. Does yeah, it apply book to bookstores too? No,
6: I was I found so many library cats I, I limited it right. to just uh, and, and that yep. film is called Puss in Books in <laughs> of the Aww. library cat and, you, uh, you were doing research for your pun documentaries huh? <laughs> uh, so yes all those um, you can get information about the films at my website which is ironfrog.com or my email is roma at ironfrog.com
3: guys it was great to be together once again and I'm looking forward to next week's show until then be safe love each other but for god's sakes, get a room I know it's an old joke, but I gotta get out of here somehow. Have a good week.
4: It only gets better.